0: The one-hour phone-in show, all about stuff.
1: Good afternoon. We are live at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village, and our phone lines are open. 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. This show is, again, all about stuff, whether you have gold, silver, fine china, figurines, sports cards, memorabilias, antiques, maybe record players or televisions or radios. Toys, jewelry, coins, anything really that you have lying around your house, maybe in your garage, attic, or basement that you m- might think has some special value. Could be an old collection of magazines. Who knows? You can call into this show and have real time access to two guys who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. You know them from Storage Wars Canada and AD's Northern Treasures, as well as this show, Consignment Heroes, Paul Kenny and his son Bogar Kenny. Good afternoon, guys.
2: Good afternoon. What a great week, eh?
1: Busy time? Yep. Yeah. Oops, first time on radio, eh? You, you get your weekly time. warning, you got to move the mic closer to you. Well, yeah, you
2: wait for the, the no one second the
1: show starts, then you start adjusting your mic. Well, procrastination's
2: an art. <laughs> but this week, you know, this week, do you know why it's a good week? We're back on A&E in the United States. Yes, okay? yeah. And remember, I saw, and we're on City TV on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and I think we're on someplace on Sundays. I can't get enough of me. I'm actually watching. are
1: everywhere all the time.
2: <clears> we're everywhere. Where did that saying come from? I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like a TV yeah, it slogan. Yeah.
2: Okay. No, but and uh, it's funny. I, I still watch me. I even know how it ends and I still watch it, eh? Okay. So this week still a throw. Throw.
1: Okay. Can't enough for yourself. Okay. No, it's also you as well. But, it, was a but it is re- interesting in the, in the sense that from the broadcast, as a guy who loves broadcasts, like when you guys were um, Storage Wars Canada, you guys were exported in more than 100 countries, oh, but yeah. specifically not America. Through the A and E deal with Northern Treasures, you have access to the, an American audience yeah. for the first time. So it does change things quite a bit. And they cut out two minutes. I know there's not as much of me. Oh, as the I show did. gets trimmed down. No, lose. no, Overseas, they they add two minutes. Yeah, they, they the add difference. two minutes.
2: Oh. They have less commercials overseas than they have here. But in the United States, they got to pay for the show. Okay, and, and cool. it's uh, and it's. Um, I don't think they're cutting us
1: out. I think they're cutting the other guys out. They leave <laughs> right. They leave the stars. Right. All the other. <laughs> They leave the stars. They, they, yeah, cut the fat, the other people, is what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's nice to see
2: it on, and it's uh, and maybe something else will happen. You know, I'm not getting paid any more money for it. So
1: Oh, you're already paid off. We're already paid off. So up. when it's in rerun, you go, ah, no money for me. It's no. not <laughs> one of those, you're getting a seven-cent residual check when they play it in Japan once a week or nothing like that. No. no. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. But it is kind of neat to say, I'm in reruns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're still there. Sure. We're still there. What kind of week was it?
2: Oh, we had a good week. No, we had um, this week I, I took care of some of the people and I learned stuff. You know what's nice about this job we have is that we get to learn something all the time from the people I meet. And, they, and sometimes they'll correct me. They say, I didn't want to correct you on the show, but this is how this really happens And they, when I meet them in person afterwards. Oh, okay. Because some, some of the people we called, called last week, I take their number, and we actually went and saw them. And we're trying to do as much as we can now before Bogart and I go on this poker thing. Next weekend. Now, I want to make sure that people know we play poker. We play it as a game of skill at Niagara Falls. And we're playing the tournament. We do not encourage people to play those run and bandits. In fact, if I
1: find Bogart ever playing one, I'm going to find him. You're talking about a slot machine. The slot machine. So okay. I have always called them that and Right. So high stakes poker, perfectly healthy. $20 yes. in the slot machine, that's a problem.
2: Okay. Yeah, no, because when I when we're playing poker, we're playing poker against the other players. We're playing against other human beings and, and we're talking and having a good time and, and we're trying to make some money. Yeah. When you're playing against a machine, the machine doesn't make a mistake. Okay. Yeah. Other yeah, people yeah. make mistakes. Yeah. So I just want to say that, you know. And as also, I I sold some uh, poker collectibles yesterday.
1: Well, help me. What do you mean, like old, old chip. chips from old like chips. the Stardust and stuff like that? And people collect them. Yeah, big. It's huge market. Yeah, see, yeah. that's something you can hand down to your kids, though if they would like. I know a guy who collects matchbooks from old Las Vegas hotels. They're worth like. More than two cents. A lot more than two cents. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, and they're useful. Yeah, no, people, co- people collect anything. And, but matchbooks have gone a little bit out of favor because less people smoke. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. But it does bring, you know, it's, it's bringing back history. It's what I love, when, and I talk to some of our listeners out there when I'm later on, it's the history involved with it you know, that they remember the Stardust or that scene of the Stardust Hotel or, or uh, the, well, no, the MGM is still, MGM is now a new one now, but the, the
1: but there's somebody hotels. listening right now and they kept a few of the uh, chips from some famous uh, Vegas hotel. I mean, they decommissioned chips as well, right? So yeah, yeah. you can go to the lobby and buy like a, a high roller $10,000 mark. You can buy that. Yeah. yeah. It's not worth $10,000 anymore. No. It's just a piece of plastic, but there's a huge market for that. Yeah.
2: Well, the ones, I've got silver in them. They used to have They have about uh, .66, uh, about two-thirds of an ounce of silver in some of the poker chips, the souvenir really? chips. Really? Wow. So people
1: bought them. And so now what that... era would that be? Because that would have been expensive.
2: No, no, 60s, 70s. Well, if you went to a, a casino in 1960, um, they, were, they paid you off in silver dollars. Mm, mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: And it's, the like, actual slot machine would have run off of silver dollars, too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So this is where, uh, and they only did the chips, I think, because silver dollars in 64 started getting more expensive. So they had to come up with their own you know, things to put in the slot machines. But up until the 1960s, you could go to a, bu- a bank in Upper Boot, Manit- uh, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. go and say, I want 300 silver dollars. They'd go to the, to the vault in the back and they'd bring them out to you. because right. your your bills were convertible into silver. Right, like your one dollar bill. Some of them said Federal Reserve, and some said silver certificate on them. And even today, people collect the silver certificate bills.
1: Yeah, of course, it's just like a dollar note that says redeemable for gold or silver. That's that becomes instantly more collectible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So no. let's get to the heart of things. How much can you guys win in this poker tournament?
2: Uh, they've got five million, but we have to share it with second place and third place. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can win
1: five million dollars. No, it's, it's what's for, the buy-in? Well, it depends which one. and One
2: thousand, twenty-five hundred, and five thousand. Wow. Um, And people can invest in us if they want to involve
1: themselves with us. No, (laughs) You're looking for stake money? (laughs) We're looking for stake
2: money. Well, there's no... Yeah. We're we're confident, but not that confident. Yeah. You
1: don't want to lose. I mean, that's kind of, you know break-your-knee-for-the-money type of <laughs> state yeah, money. there's a
2: huge poker collecting community, I mean, poker community in, Tor- in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Negreanu's out of Toronto. Uh, Gavin Smith was out of uh, Windsor, I mean, out of Kitchener area. There are a lot of Canadians who've done very well because we understand the math and understand poker. Okay. I mean, and Daniel Negreanu is, is a Toronto boy. All
1: right,
2: I like and, it. You know, we had a little club, yeah, in in, uh, in uh, up by Steelcase, and there was like seven People who have gone on into the World Series of Poker have uh, cashed. You're
1: listening to Poker Talk so, oh, on Zuma Radio. Oh,
2: sorry, sorry. I'm just trying to uh, <laughs> add a little bit of something All right, else.
1: High Rollers. The fo- this is Consignment Heroes. It's a show about stuff. We're getting derailed on poker because it's interesting, and there is yeah. a collector's market for it, and you guys are about to enter into a big tournament. There's lots of excitement. But if you have uh, a rare collection, maybe an old uh, china set or an old doll, you're not sure about its value, maybe it's been handed down through the generations, an old vase, who knows, an old snowblower, it could be worth money. If it's vintage and good-looking, who knows? <laughs> you can call in now to get a free assessment of your stuff. Maybe you're looking to clean out an entire house and you're wondering how that starts, how to get an assessment of, of uh, the items inside and a value and, and where to sell it, how to sell it. Our number is 416 That's 416 Our first caller is going to be Brian in Toronto. Brian, how are you? How are you doing? Uh, what do you have? I
3: have a volume one book of The Count of Monte Cristo
2: Okay, is this a classic really? illustrated? Say what again? Is it a book or a comic?
3: It's a, it's a uh, roughly a five inch by three and a half hard copy, volume one, the Count of Monte Cristo. The only date it shows is 18th, uh February twenty fourth, eighteen fifteen.
2: Okay, hmm. who published it?
3: Hmm. Uh, give me one second on that.
2: Um, is it leather bound? Uh, it's a
3: hard book. It's made in Britain. Yep. Um, Collins Would that and right?
2: clear? Okay. So what will happen? This is a, la- a library edition, I think, later on, and because okay. the first edition, if it's an actual first edition, it'll probably usually be leather bound. It wasn't that big a print run. Uh, Alex Dumas uh, wrote this count of Monte Cristo. I think Should Dumas. Uh, I'm just thinking of who did it. I'm trying to go back to my school days. Well, yeah, this Alex- doesn't make sense though. Like uh, that. Uh, it
3: says Alexander Dumas.
2: Yeah, that's who wrote- what year though. 1851. 1815. 1815. Is that right?
3: That's what hmm. I see on the page for the uh, chapter one. It starts off on the twenty fourth of February,
2: eighteen fifteen. No, 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 no. Okay, that's where he's right. Okay, sorry. Okay, that's not right. Sorry. Uh, what you're looking for is on the front page. There'll be a, um, a publisher and the date there, and it'll usually be in num- Roman numerals okay. uh, for eighteen fifteen. And that wouldn't yeah, be
1: because that that's date. way too early for that's the Count of Monte, Monte yeah, Cristo. It's, it's like the back uh, half of that century. Yeah. yeah. All
3: I see is a bunch of C's, M C, and an L.
1: Uh,
2: okay oh, i don't know no what you 've got depends on well, this book would have been and it 's a French book
1: is it yeah, not French so would it book, be yeah. pr-
2: would it even be published in Britain yeah no, the first edition in Britain would be worth money like we had a pic- we had a copy of uncle tom 's Cabin for France, and the first edition in France is worth money Interesting. even the one- yeah, so it's whatever country it's made in and because of um uh, Americans like to collect the American stuff, but what you 've got is a library edition okay and It'll be worth three to four dollars. It's great reading, um, yeah. and it's part of a library. Okay. Okay.
3: Now one last one last question. Go ahead. What you guys off the hook? You guys were mentioning in the past about the silver plate that you guys buy. Yep. Now is that after the melting process or as still on the and brass or whatever?
2: The no, 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 no. We we pay. Uh, we buy it raw. Okay. Uh, we do it. We send it off to the United States. We are the biggest buyer of silver plate in the country. Right. Okay. So
3: now, if I come up with a a, a, ho- a hoard of spoons and forks, you're taking them the way they are,
2: right? Yeah, we don't, I do not care what they look like, okay?
3: Okay. Now, you said it's $100 for a pound, right?
2: No, 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 it's $3 a pound for silver plate. It's $2 a pound for a regular silver plate and $3 a pound for on copper, OK, might be going to three and a quarter, but right. we are the biggest because a lot of people in 1960 or 1970, you got a uh, you got married and they gave you a, a tray and they, they gave you uh, uh, a coffee set and a jug. And, you know, Bogart, you've seen it. And, and we crush it. We Bogart used to take out his frustration with a sledgehammer. We have to crush it down into uh, to make it really flat. And we yeah. send it out in boxes that are four feet by four feet by four feet. And they just crush it. Huh. And they take the so we take the silver off it. Otherwise, there's so much of it out there. Yeah, yeah. like every week we get a couple of dealers or pickers as we call them who we'll go around picking. We'll pick it, uh, go to auctions, and they'll buy a whole table full for fifty dollars, and we give them three hundred because we just do it by the pound. Right. I, it's a carte blanche offer. We just say we don't care what it weighs. <laughs> we want to do it, and. I'm surprised that more people aren't bringing it in because everyone's got 50 to 100 pounds of silver plate in their basement that they're sick and tired of cleaning. And I know I'm relating to a lot of our (laughs) listeners out there. They don't want to clean it anymore. It's not worth
1: paying for the silver polish and the elbow grease probably. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and we don't care. If it's monogrammed, just bring it in,
1: okay? So The Count of Monte Cristo wasn't published until, like, 1850s. So that's what I was saying. 1844, yeah. yeah. So if he has an 1815 copy that's legit, that would be pretty special, I would think. Uncle yes. Tom's Cabin, by the way, that's an American author.
2: 1852.
1: Same, same era, yeah. Yeah, 1852,
2: yeah. Harry Beecher Stowe. Yep. Um, I have an a early edition. They, they did about 300000 the first year. I got the first 30000 Wow. That'll be probably worth about $1,500 to $2,000. And it came out in French as well, and that's worth about... Uh, Oh, a thousand dollars.
1: I'm aware of the book, but I saw the movie in school when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's and people are uh, willing to buy it. Everyone wants a copy of Uncle Tom's Cabin. It's like it's like a comic. People want iconic things, and that is the thing. Huge from back one. Then. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All right, back to the phone lines. Here's Caesar and Brampton. Caesar, you're I'm live good. on Zoomer Radio. It's Consignment Heroes. How are you? I'm still here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm good, and you? Pretty good. What do you got? Oh, I got some LP from
4: the 50s and whatever. They're all different kind. I got Elvis. I got a little richer. Oh, good. Chuck Berry.
0: You
2: had taste, sir. You had good taste. How's that?
4: (laughs) I I, I have, uh, what else did I have? Buddy Holly.
1: Buddy Holly, yeah. Yeah, How's the artwork on the covers look?
4: Billy Haley and the comic.
1: Yeah. Have you Uh, got...
2: Uh, ben was just asking, how is uh, what is the uh, condition of the albums? That makes a difference here. And what does the yeah, well, album I, look like? I, that
4: I wouldn't know. They look pretty good to me. But like I say, I don't know. You know, they're in the folder, you know.
2: Yeah, scratches but, and stuff make a difference. But if you have these on the originals, if you have all this, you probably yeah, collect see them.
4: see the scratches, Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. If it's a scratch or not, you probably know. You have to see to know. Yeah, good bad, right?
2: <laughs> you can bring them into our store, ten thousand three forty one Young Street. Yeah. Uh, we can go through them there. Like uh, I
4: got about one hundred and fifty all together, all different. Oh, you good. Know, got, you know, ballad, the uh, log, slow music, and whatever. You know, like I...
2: no, no, okay, <laughs> the classical, and I keep on saying I help try and help people out. Classical, and uh, even though we have a classical radio station, yeah. uh, it just doesn't sell. In fact, I'm. I want to get one of those mugs that says Zoomer on it. Yeah. And yeah, all I can good. find is these
1: classical ones. I know we have a classical station. It's all here. part of the Zoomer family, yeah.
2: I know. But it's a I
1: cafeteria. To,
2: but it must be your show that's giving away all these Zoomer mugs. I went to the yeah, all the Zoomer <laughs> mugs get
1: awarded out to show winners, yeah. I went to the cafeteria and there's no Zoomer mugs left. do funny you mention that. I've got, yeah, classical as well here today. Yeah, usually I <laughs> have Zoomer.
2: Sir, you know, sorry to go there. On... Um, yeah, no, bring it in. Um, and if do you have the rate, do you happen to have the stereo system you made it on? Okay. So, okay, this gentleman coming
1: into our store, it'd be great. Yeah, what and, do those generally sell for? Sort of like big names from the 50s album covers.
2: If they're in good shape, $25, 50 $100, $500.
1: Per? Per. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're kidding me. No, man. Someone's some... got the big bopper, an LP. But, okay. It's... Good, arts in decent shape. What's that going to go for?
2: If it, an original mono big bopper collectible, but see they made a lot of them, so
1: that's where your yeah. downside is. It'll probably be twenty-five to fifty dollars. If it was in really nice shape, a hundred. Well, I guess that's the thing with records. Like, I mean, even if you don't use them, you could mount them on the wall or put six of them together, and and suddenly it becomes a piece of art. Like cassette cases. You can't really put them on display. You know what I mean? Like they they don't have the look. They don't have the right shape. Same with CDs. Yeah, and they break down. Well, it's like it's like uh, Moses did here in the hallway down here. I was just going to tell this guy. You know, why don't you donate them to the Zoomerplex? Because somebody created... I'm sure Moses knows somebody who's going to will mount them on a wall. We'll make it a ten foot mural of all these album covers or something like that.
2: No, but what's but now more... you're saying numbers like fifty, hundred. He's going to want money. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but it's the it's the um, it depends on the condition of them. But what I was going to say is a lot of people have the stereos. They bring me in the. Album. He mm-hmm. said, Yeah, I have a stereo it's still at home. Bring in the stereo. We buy turntables. We buy these, some of these old tube uh, amplifiers and uh, are worth a lot of money and some yeah. of them are good names. Yeah. Okay, so I want people to bring those in as well, or at least, because they'll say, Oh, I'll give you the, it happened last night. Do you want the albums? Oh, you don't buy the stereo, do you? Yes, I do. Mm. I mean, they had a really nice stereo. I said, This is your stereo. Your albums are worth
1: $200. Your stereo is worth 1000 Well, and a lot of people oh, well, the needle hasn't worked since the late 70s, so they don't think it probably has any value. That's most people, right? Yeah, but you also replace your shoelaces as well. We can replace the needle. Ah, it's a pain to find them. Uh, Margaret in Toronto is our next caller. Margaret, how are you? Hi. Margaret, what do you have?
5: I have... uh two dollar bills uh, that are in consecutive order okay. and the bills are dated in 1954 uh, okay and then i have the one dollar bills also in consecutive order that are dated 1973 are they worth anything or
2: at decent a dollar but no the two dollar bills from 54 depends if they're de- what we call the devil's face depends what the prefix is on them and that uh, we've caught call- covered this a couple of times. One thing you're looking for, number one, is if there's a little asterisk in front of the number, that's a replacement bill. Okay. And we've talked that that's when we are actually keeping track of our
1: money. She has if, consecutive numbers. What are the odds of them being two consecutive oh, replacement bills? If she had two consecutive replacement bills, yeah, it'd be huge. Yeah.
2: But if they're from 1954, um, usually five, 10, 50, depends on the condition again. Mm-hmm. If you've got a hundred of them, a brick of them, it could be worth $500, uh, you know,
5: $1,000. Oh, yeah. No, there. these are only five of them of the $2. Yeah. And uh, and the problem is uh, they were given to us in a card, and the card, they were stapled. So there's these two little staples. Pinholes,
2: pinholes. we're going to call them. Yeah. You just ruined these bills. Oh. I Take know, them they to, they the
5: were, they, they to the they,
2: bank. To the bank.
5: Yeah, they were just, they were stapled in the card and given to us, so so they 're
2: really not worth anything um, I would call my store tomorrow at nine o five seven three seven four six five three and the reason for this is just give them the one of the serial numbers okay. because if it happens to be from a hard serial number or a good signature, it could be worth money okay, Just be, take you two seconds we don 't mind doing it we give We give quotes over the phone. All the time. Okay.
5: Okay. okay. You, and you know, um, I I heard because I heard the uh, you were talking to some uh, elderly lady, I think a few ye- uh, weeks ago, and you had mentioned oh, just email a picture of them. Yep. Uh, I tried to email them to you, but I it didn't seem to uh, go S- across.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna say it slow here today. Okay. Sales mm-hmm. with an S
5: mm-hmm. at yes
2: Toronto Gold Silver. All one word. Yep. Dot com. Silver. And that's the actual email address that yeah. you're going to send it to.
5: Okay. Okay.
2: Bo- Bogart okay. has told me to reduce the name of the, make it shorter, make and for easy to remember, like, you know... It's uh, kind well. of hard though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we, let, let's talk we touched on a few things there. Obviously we're talking about uh bills with serial numbers. We're talking about Canadian yeah. paper money. If it has yeah. uh an asterisk beside it, that would indicate that there was something wrong with the original and they replaced it. Yeah. So an asterisk means it's a special bill, a rare bill. You can just come across those naturally. Yeah. Uh but in a 1954 2 dollar bill, you also mentioned it can have a devil's face. So there's some people I I don't know. I, you, okay. It's debatable whether it actually looks like there's a way that the queen's hair looks where it looks like a devil's yeah. face in sort of the bun behind her ear. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. If you have that, that's also more valuable. A replacement note in devil's face? No, no, just yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. No, I'm just saying people don't know until they bring it in. It's right. like when you have a lottery ticket unless you check those num- sorry, you- unless you check those numbers, yes. you're never going to know. And I always say the garbage man
1: does not Walk around with a checkbook. Right. Come and see us. Back to work. Here's Donna in Toronto. Donna, how are you? Hi, Donna. Uh, Diana? Oh, Diana! My apologies, what you Diana.
6: There was a Donna waiting too. Um, <laughs> such a popular show. Um, Thank you. I have a collection of things. Um, my first question to you, though, is: Do you ever have anyone visit someone's home? Yes. Uh, in respect to large items like oil paintings.
2: Yes, we do. And because I'd rather, if someone had a valuable painting, nothing would make me feel worse than someone packing into their car and having it get wrecked on the way over. Because you are very good at having it on the wall. Some people aren't so good at packing.
6: So we would rather... So
2: I'm not able to drive... Oh, no, we would see you then. No, no, we can see you. In fact, yesterday I spent the day in Niagara Falls. I went to four different people. Right. And, uh, but I try and do it if I'm in the area. Bogart and I are going to down Niagara Falls a couple times the next couple of weeks. But anything on the way, if I'm going through Grinsby, going through Hamilton, going through Guelph, I go through these towns and I try and call people and say, okay, can I see you? And some people say yeah. Some people say no. But that will save you the trip. Uh, with artwork, I need to take pictures, and usually is not just one visit. Um, if it's other stuff, um, yes. Um, I, do I, I don't want to go stuff. for, like, $25 worth of stuff. Pardon? Interesting
6: things. Well, okay. Such as invitations from Frank Sinatra. Oh. Uh, Telegram dating back to 75 to my husband, um, asking that, saying he'd like to see him at his shows at Caesars. And then I also have um, a very elaborate... Uh, framed invitation from Frank uh, to Frank's 40th um, anniversary in show business.
1: Wait, stop. How do you know Frank Sinatra?
6: How do I know?
1: No, no. How do, you, how yeah, do you, He's inviting he's you to sorry. parties.
6: Well, um, my husband, when he was alive, he was a high roller at Caesar's Palace. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe he saved the pants off Frank <laughs> um, when he was playing Baccarat. Uh, Frank was losing money like crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, My husband said to him, "Um, you know, follow my lead. So Frank did, and he won back most of his money. And then Frank turned to my husband and said, what is your name? And my husband said his name, Mm -hmm. and he said, uh, and then my husband said to Frank, what is your name? And oh,
1: come on. <laughs> wow.
6: From that point in time, they became buddies.
1: So wait, so you have an an invitation to what?
6: Um, to Frank's 40th anniversary in show business in 1990, um, what was it, 1979.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So that would have all been outsourced. So it wouldn't be like a handwritten letter from Frank Sinatra. Just, might,
6: yeah, no, probably Electro it's Pen. Very elaborate.
1: No, it wouldn't even have that. It would just be one of his yeah. staff send out a card probably. Well,
2: you know something? I Could you stay on the line and give your number to Sebastian here? Because the three things you've said so far, extremely interesting. Uh, the artwork, I, I don't know what it is yet. But I can help you.
1: Okay. Just yeah. for my own curiosity, okay. the invitation, is it is it, uh, like, individualized in any way?
6: Is, um, the invitation to um, his 40th anniversary in show yeah. business um, was not personalized.
1: Okay, enough. so it doesn't say, like, hey, Diana and Doug, I loved telegram, meeting. The
6: telegram, yes, is personalized.
1: The telegram. That would be steep. How do you authenticate a telegram, though? Um. <laughs> not that we don't believe you. I'm just saying that if you were going to put this in a retail situation, you'd have to authenticate it, Right. You couldn't just have a ticker saying, "Hey, I love you, Frank Sinatra." That's, there's no way to, you know, Ben. In this it's case here,
6: Canadian National, yeah, uh, Pacific Telecommunications.
2: I still love the story. Yes, I still love the story. I'd you like to dig see into it. Okay, I, I want to dig into it. I understand. I love the story here of what's going on. Okay, <laughs> and the idea that he said to Frank. And your name is
1: It's Spike. <laughs> well, you when you're a big star, though, some people might say, hey, you know, you look a lot like Frank Sinatra. Has anyone ever told you that? You're like, that happens. It does happen.
6: My husband's sense of humor.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, it was intentional. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Wait, Diana, we're going to put you on hold.
6: Oh, wow, who Frank was.
1: Diana, we're going to put you on hold and uh, swap out some information here. Uh, for those listening, they should understand, uh, you know, this is Consignment Heroes. It's a radio show. You can call in and get an assessment of anything that you own or are curious about. 416-360-0740. But Paul and Bogart actually have a store where they do a lot of business, and they can sign a lot of items, especially higher-value items, at their store. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's 10,000. 341 Young Street. So that's on Young Street in Richmond Hill, just north of Major Mackenzie. You can also call the store during regular work week hours or leave a message after hours. The store's number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653.
5: Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory.
7: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoom Radio this Sunday afternoon. If you have a rare or interesting item, you're curious about its value, you can call in and talk to two experts who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying value that other people overlook. Paul Kenny and his son, Bogar Kenny, you know them from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. Our number again, 416-360-0740. Our next caller is waiting patiently on line one. His name is John. He's calling from Kitchener. John, how are you?
8: I'm very well, and I hope you guys are as well.
1: Always. Yeah. What yeah. do you have?
8: Well, it's, I guess uh, something interesting. Um, I, I was at, we had Paul Henderson, the hockey player, out at a fundraiser about 15, 16 years ago. Okay. And uh, in my pocket, I had some of these little uh, Coke, Coca-Cola caps.
2: Came out in 1966. Uh, pardon me? They came out in 1966.
8: Okay. Well, uh, the interesting story there was I showed him one, and he said, "Where did you get that?" And I said, "Well, I collected them when I was a kid living in in Quebec and Montreal." And he says, "I've never seen them." And he's, I said, "Well, I said, what do you mean?" He says, no, "I've never seen them." He says, "I didn't know that." But, and and he says, uh, "Why would they use my picture and stuff?" And <laughs> I guess back in those days, they you know the players didn't have agents or marketing people. But the interesting thing, I've got a, a bucket of them. And he was so kind to come out and help us with this fundraiser. I went home, and, and uh, the home was very close to the arena. And, and anyway, long story short, I brought him four or five for his kids and grandkids and stuff. But I've got a bucket full of them, and I just wondered. Uh, I, I, at one yeah. point, I said to Paul, maybe they are not. They were never made or sold in, in Ontario, because I, I said I grew up in Quebec, and, and that's where I got them.
2: No, they came in French, they came in English. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's also an arena. They on about a eighteen inch by thirty inch um, plastic, very thin plastic. The same thing they made the hockey shields out of. You know, they, okay. remember the old Jello coins as well.
8: Yeah, yeah. They I've came in a, a one very one.
2: thin plastic shield. You could put them in. Well, they yeah. made an arena that was uh, approximately eighteen inches by say thirty inches. Came in a box and it was very very flimsy. The arena and that full set sells for around, I'm going to say around five to six hundred dollars okay in good shape now there's yeah. I think there's hundred and twenty in the set if i'm I'm doing all this by memory right now uh, yeah. but if you had the box for the arena goes in and the arena's good but if you have a whole bucket full now they also had coke cards that came in panels um, all one team there's six panels in the in the the set mm-hmm. and any event you might have other collectibles from the from that era anything you have in hockey Is That's a really good time in hockey because in Toronto here in 1967, we were celebrating a Stanley Cup.
8: And you haven't celebrated one since, I might add. uh, Thanks for the
2: dig. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Oh, it's happening soon, though. It's happening soon. Yes, right. Um, But, no, it's a good time. And um, if you've got other stuff from that time, I'd love to see them. Uh, okay. sometimes I get out to Kitchener, or if you get in to see me, but if you've got other collectibles from that same time period, anything advertising those Coca-Cola cups, cause it's, it's one of those caps. There's two things they cover. They cover the people who collect Coca-Cola and the people who collect hockey. Okay. So I'm looking forward to seeing you, and you got our address and our phone number there. Thank yep. you very much.
8: So I, I am going to drop into the store, and just uh, as a side note, I was at the Mennonite Relief Center in Elmira yesterday, just north of Kitchener. Yep. And they had the complete set for like the, the fundraiser for an, in an auction type of thing, silent auction of the sheriff uh, with with the the, the 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 package that comes in the plastic holder and the um. oh
2: really? How did yeah. it go for it? Is it sold?
8: <laughs> at, Yesterday, it was at $350 is what the silent auction bid That's was. cheap. That's cheap. Oh, really? Eh? Oh, yeah.
2: No, if you're out in that area, go buy $350 for that set. With that, That's a salesman sample, the way you're describing it? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cheap price, and I think it goes for around 12
8: Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to go back out because I did bid on a guitar uh, on the weekend yesterday, so I'm going to go out and check on Tuesday. So
1: yeah, All right. another, Good Thanks. Stuff. Fair Thank enough. you very much. All right. Looks like you just made that guy some money. Well, hopefully it'll make me some money, too. I don't think you're seeing a piece of that. Actually. I don't think I'm seeing any of it, either. Our okay. next caller is Gwen in Clarington. Gwen, how are you? Hello, Gwen. Is there a chance that... Remember no. last time I was calling out the wrong name? We just had the wrong name. No, nah, we're just dumb. Okay. All right. <laughs> Our next caller is Lorraine in Cambridge.
9: I have um, a portable tele... Um, Typewriter. It's it's fairly heavy. It's a Smith Corona. It's about from the sixties. Um,
2: Forty five dollars.
9: Forty five dollars. Okay, and That's I also a have <laughs> um, a set of eight clear glasses with red and gold coloring on them in the original box from nineteen sixty five. Is that worth anything? Yeah, you know,
2: some people like to collect the retro stuff. Like yeah. I try and say that 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 set might be worth twenty dollars. Um, people are collecting right now. If you have uh, the retro 1960 Scandinavian furniture, the teak oh, yes. furniture. And remember those really, I can say they're ugly until yes, i buy right.
6: Yes, I think so too.
2: But you know the ugly vases with the drip glaze down the side made in West Germany And they're about 18 inches tall and come in really weird colors. People are collecting that. People are trying uh, old telephones. Anything from the 1950s and 60s is in vogue right now. If you give me a set from 1930s, I have a hard time selling it. And I I feel bad going to people's houses. If you have a a set from 1900, a diamond suite with uh, the buffet, the hutch, the sideboard, I have a hard time getting two hundred and fifty dollars for it you get me wow. a teak set and I might get you a $1, thousand fifteen hundred dollars for it hmm. okay you know,
9: I also have some wilkinson swords they were an ad for wilkinson shaving blades yep they're about two feet long and they're aluminum a, a pair
2: oh that'd be cool but that's probably going to be about fifty to seventy five dollars
9: okay and what about some of um nineteen twenty two um luster or pearl eyes looking um uh, candlestick holders.
2: 20 to $30. And it's more, and that's what I call the never-never plan. They're not going to sell right away, but they might sell the first day. Okay.
9: okay. Thanks very much for your help.
1: I, I, haven't, I haven't sold anything yet.
9: Well, okay. I mean for, for the, the, the
1: quote. The guidance. Now she has the confidence guides. to go ahead and ask for this or that. Thank you. Our next call is going to be Betty in North York. By the way, if you have a rare, interesting item or an old heirloom you have been hanging on to maybe for generations, you can call this show and get a free assessment of what it is, or maybe help identify what this mystery item is and its value. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, don't worry. We have a toll-free one 800 number. its one 866 Seven forty four, seven forty. Betty, how are you?
10: Hi. How are you guys?
1: Pretty good. What do you have?
10: Um, I'm curious about a salt and pepper shaker set. I have. Um, I know my parents would have gotten it in the early fifties, probably from Salvation Army because they were immigrants. And um, the interesting thing about it is that um, the it says the bottom e period p period lead. Oh. They're very sturdy. Don't use it no I, I I knew that but but you know and they've got a nice design it's almost like an art Deco design yeah now, is that the lead is plated on or the silver plated onto the lead
2: silver plates on the lead uh, it's one of the ones we can't take we don't we that's the only silver plate we actually don't buy uh, um, they made them in candlesticks uh, salt and peppers dispose of them right away because they're dangerous in case someone else uses them um, you can't use the lead on um, they would have bombed Salvation Army. Um, but uh, I, I don't even something? sell them. I don't even sell them.
10: We grew up on these. I know. We grew up on these. <laughs> know. Uh, up on these uh, you know, five kids.
2: <laughs> okay. No, I'm just saying go to glass with the salt and pepper because the salt will interact with the lead. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, and you shouldn't use it. Yeah. Uh, but as a collectible, and even because of just a little bit of the danger part, they might be, they sell in, at, say, you go to Southworks. They might have them for sale there for ten dollars for the set oh, for someone trying to recapture uh, that time period.
5: Yeah.
2: And but there's a lot, I should mention there's also lots. I want to make sure because they're one of our sponsors here. Southworks has got lots of nice stuff uh-huh. as well as these salt and peppers you just. They also about. have
1: lead-free items, don't they? They have lead-free items yes. as well. Yeah.
2: See, Ben's I've always on the
1: positive. That's a what I like about machine. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> your semi-dangerous items. It's recommended you just get rid of them. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I would.
2: I don't. Yeah, don't use them for sure. Um, and there's probably other things they did buy that are much better. Okay, Betty. Yeah, I
10: know. I'm just saying they they look very pretty though.
2: Okay, put them out of reach of the kids.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's
10: in a cabinet.
1: <laughs> yeah, put them up there with your poison pill. You know yeah, your poison like bottles. A, I got some beautiful. Yeah, the glow of nuclear waste is also potentially <laughs> beautiful. You can't be near <laughs> it though. Is the thing. No problem. Betty's not with us. Our next caller is Harvey in Welland. Harvey. Hey, Harvey. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. You're live. Hey,
4: hey. There you are. I've got an old uh, jewelry's waist scales.
1: Oh, they're kind of cool.
4: Yeah, they're very cool. It's a very nice ornament. Uh, it's glass with a wood uh, oak around it.
1: What era do you think it is?
4: I can't tell you. The last time it was certified was in
1: 1983. Oh, okay. interesting.
2: Now, this in the
4: case, right? It's, it's in a-, a glass case. It's like an aquarium, but the front... Raises up, and you put your gold or whatever you want to weigh onto it.
2: I'd be interested in that just for my store. Yes,
4: absolutely.
2: Just, just as a coolant. Now we were we we're going to be down in Welland. Yeah. I was actually I drove by your beautiful town yesterday because I was down there and uh, I was, most of the time I was lost, but I was <laughs> I was in You're lost most times, aren't you? No, but Niagara Falls has got a lot of weird streets and nothing goes in a straight line there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I for agree. sure. It follows the river or something yeah, in St. Catharines. Right. Yeah, what the what the heck? I like to be drawing maps down there. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I'd have to see it. Uh, depends on who made it. I and, can't
1: find any uh, makers on it. I'd be able to, I'm good. You're I'd somebody paid to get it certified in the 80s it's probably in use it's probably in use up until they've
4: got the weights with it from 1 gram to 100 grams in a little box
2: this Hmm. would be great I'd love to have this as display in my store
1: I bet you would and um, <laughs> oh, that means I'm gonna, probably, This is going to cost me yeah, more. Can, I can you just, just feel 50 it. Fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I I felt it's it
4: too. you at least sixty years old because your guy that had the jewelry store he he was uh, started it in 1954.
2: Did you get any of the other signs out, of them, like Rolex signs or anything other jewelry store signs?
4: That's all gone.
2: Ah, uh, I should point that out. keep a lot of people, our clients out there, worked in a store in 19. 19- 50. And the the, the the advertising signs, little plastic signs, little uh, porcelain signs like Rolex.
1: Anything or, with a logo is worth a fortune. Anything with a logo, yeah, absolutely.
2: people like. And you might have it as an ornament. It might say, uh, like the Hummel figures, the little Hummel store displays. Mm. Ainsley, Wedgwood, uh, Waterford, any of that stuff would be kind of cool. Yeah, and I know say, they're out there.
1: They call it Petroliana, like anything gas or yeah. automotive related is worth a fortune. But so are other things, too. Yeah. A defunct... Soda can maker or something like that. If there was a sign yeah. for some yeah. defunct type of cola, somebody wants it. Yeah, it's a big story. Anyway, uh, Harvey, thanks for your phone call.
4: Any roundabout figure of how much it's worth?
2: I don't know without seeing it because it depends on... And you just told me you don't know who makes it, you don't know what size it, you
1: don't know if it I works.
4: I know the size <laughs> is 17 inches wide. They're uh, nine inches deep and sixteen inches high. and the glass will lift up and
1: I like I hate it's gonna depend on how it looks.
2: like you're depends going to be on be how it looks. It could be a hundred two three hundred dollars. And because it's still not digital, and that's why it, these things have come become more um, obsolete is because they're wanna, they to they want to know, when I weigh stuff in my store if I someone comes in with gold I weigh it to thirty one point one zero six grams we we
1: we we have to give them a, how, exactly
2: what it weighs okay
4: for from zero to one hundred
1: yeah yeah this is going to end up in the hands of a retailer so the real yeah. question is is it worth putting on display because. It'd be weird that someone would just own it at their own house unless they had some extensive collection of yeah. vintage jewelry, right? Or people sca- collect scales. Yeah. People collect everything.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Fair enough. But you've got a collection of one, and I'd like to own it. Come and see me. Thanks. All right. The store is
1: located at ten thousand three forty one Young Street in Richmond Hill, just north of Major Mackenzie on Young Street. Ten thousand three forty one Young Street. Our next caller is Sam in Toronto. Sam, welcome to Good Simon Heroes. You're live on Zoomer Radio.
11: Hi. Good afternoon. Um, Paul, I have a a Wilkinson sword that was owned and um, by the son of a previous governor general by the name of Lord Stanley.
2: Hmm. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold us. He went
11: on to become the the Earl of...
2: Earl of Derby. Yeah.
11: Derby yes.
2: Okay. Now you know this how?
11: I've got all the. I've got. I've got the authentication and everything.
2: Um, extremely interested. Extremely interested. I'm at. This is this is a huge item, um, because even his autograph, um, uh, Derby autograph. He signed at Derby for many years. Uh, it's probably worth I've
11: five. Got his, I've got his picture when he was um, the Lord Mayor. Of Derbyshire? How'd you get this? <laughs> uh
1: oh! I'm not supposed to ask no, 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 that. We now have am to I hear because this will either...
11: I I have got so many things that I can. I have an, a signed, autographed photo in the blue leather of Prince Andrew, and that was given to me by Prince Andrew.
2: Okay, you're definitely someone I want to see. Okay.
11: I have I have got books autographed by Winston Churchill. I have got books autographed by Margaret Thatcher. I have got I have got a, a book autographed by Rudy Giuliani.
2: Well, I'm not a Giuliani fan, but the other two I like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Giuliani's no, still no, I yeah. know. Giuliani's still signing. Sorry. So is Thatcher. Thatcher's <laughs> yeah. still
1: alive. Well, it's different. Churchill's a good Churchill, time. Churchill, Gathering Storm. It depends come which come one out. you
2: have. Yeah. On... Um, I would definitely um the Stanley item I'd have to do some research but I'm thinking several several thousands of dollars. Uh, the autograph stuff, uh, anything to do with Stanley um, and um, anything with our trophies like, you know, Lady Bing, um, uh, Nord Bing stuff sells, uh, Stanley stuff sells. Uh, authenticity is what we're going to have a pro- not a problem, but I'm going to have to do some research on. But if you stay on the line... Yeah, we're going to want to get your information. I'm you going to have... love to talk to you. And if I'd this like to get the stuff, stuff... This is gonna this is You're going to have to market this properly. Yeah. No,
1: this has to be marketed properly. You're listening to Consignment... Heroes on Zoomer Radio, we're live at the Zoomerplex in downtown Toronto. If you have a rare, interesting item, you're curious about its value, maybe you can't even identify it. All you got is some maker marks to work with. Well, we got a guy in studio who, uh, this is his sort of his expertise, an expert on everything or Every. close to it yeah our number is 416 360 by the way Margaret Thatcher died in 2013 we'll be right back oh thanks yes.
4: Southworks Antiques one of Canada's best antique malls just got better by moving to a better location across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors visit southworksantiques.com for directions then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year.
7: Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes, live in studio with Paul Kenny and his son, Bogar Kenny. You know them from Storage Wars Canada and a Northern Treasures, as well as this show on Zuma Radio, Consignment Heroes. Our phone number, 416 360 Our next caller, by the way, is David. He's calling from the beaches. David, how are you? Hello. Hey, Hello. what's going on, man?
12: Sorry, you caught me running to the microwave. Um, <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs>
12: first of all, good Good afternoon. Um, Microwaves are are worth about
2: $90. Uh, Microwaves are worth $90. Why are you buying microwaves? I'm not. I'm just making a joke. Fair
12: enough. What do you got, got man? Okay,
1: I got two items. Um, Did you hear it uh, beef? I just heard uh, it beef. What's coming out of the microwave? Yeah, I'm interested. One is a 1929
12: Bell payphone. Oh, cool. And you know it's from 29? Well, I know it's 29-ish, because at, Ish. after 1930, they started crushing them and going to the handset phones. This is the one you hold up to your ear and talk into the mouthpiece. Okay, yep, yep, okay.
1: So, there's, so they're uh, modernizing. Yeah, I was going to say, so it'll be a Bell payphone, but uh, Bell is obviously the system. There'll still be manufacturer on the actual, you know, to be like a Walt or something like that. Is there any other indication?
12: Um, you know right. what? I can go look.
1: Northern Electric. It'll probably be say Northern Electric on it. Yeah, like if, if you can look, because usually it'll be in the center of the dial, right?
12: Okay, just yeah. bear with me. I'm going to yep. walk over there now. And also, I have. Sorry, I got to turn this radio on.
2: Any money in the in the phone?
12: There was. I took it out. Oh. Actually, got the key with it because the key was taped to the back of the thing. That's pretty this, cool. This is a cool um, item. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of neat. Um, eh, And it weighs a ton, so, um, and I don't have the right glasses on. (laughs) Uh, Let let me just uh, defer to the next item while I'm doing this. Fair enough. I have a, a, I think it's turn of the century dynamite detonator, and it says Dominion Electrical Works, Halifax. Nova Scotia.
2: And how do you know this works? Sorry, I'm not. It's okay. Yeah, well, well, you can still get a charge out of it. But if the if the if flywheel you, inside is at my door, okay. So. This is this is a cool item. You've got a couple of items here. Like, okay, these are unusual.
12: Eclectic when it comes to gathering up stuff. So you know, um, I, mean, I got I got the phone moved. Uh, I, it doesn't say anything on it. There's a serial number, and then there's a one nine five G okay, twenty five cents, $0. ten
1: cents $0. five. Oh, cool. so it's got yeah. a different slot for each yeah. coin.
12: Yeah, and there's a bell. The bell actually works when you put the money in it goes ding and down. it's a great it yeah nice piece, really it's nice it, piece. is it just uh, and the best part is I have the damn this thing's heavy. Um, the best part is I have the key for it to open it up, so you can get the money box out of it.
2: No, no, you've already got the money. That's uh, the best thing for you, not for me.
1: Couple, couple more <laughs> questions. Does it have a, the the speaker and the the receiver? It's all one piece, or do you pick up the earpiece and talk into the microphone attached to the actual box?
12: Well, actually, like I said, it's the actual. It's the kind that you. It's not like a modern phone. You have to hold the earpiece to your ear and okay, then speak yep. into yep. another.
1: I know it. Yep. Unit. gotcha. And it's black, not chrome, right?
12: No, it's black, uh, all black. The only chrome bit is the uh, where you put the money. The in.
1: coin insert. Okay, nice piece, really nice piece.
12: Jeez, it is actually. I've rented it a couple of times, and we've built a little fake phone booth out of it.
1: <laughs> no, uh, no,
2: that's what would be this would be for a prop or for renting or something like that.
12: Uh, you so prob- it's more than a prop actually because I actually modified. I didn't modify it. I just I alligator clipped. Uh, an, an analog phone system into it, so you don't need a switchboard anymore. You can plug it straight in and use it as a phone.
1: What do you mean, like actually use it as a hardwire? hard wire? I was like, Is there a way to make it cellular? I no, but I'm just going to think of the dialing. <laughs> He's the going back to, to 1980s port. technology, but yes, it's been updated 70 years, too.
12: Yeah. Well, so I, I did that, but I didn't do it in such a way that it takes away from its originality. I can just undo it with a two-alligator okay. clip.
2: I get it. Can you send me a picture to my shop tomorrow? I'd love um, to see this. I'd love sure. to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, this would be... Um,
1: we want it. The question yeah. is how much is it going to sell for. So in yeah. a case like this, he has an option. He can sell it to a customer right now privately. Yeah. He can sell it to you or he can consign it with you and you can do the marketing and sort of see what the uh, sky's the limit for an item like this. As for the detonator, they're anywhere between two and $600 usually. Yeah, does the plunger work? If you if you move the stick up and down, can you hear the whirling?
12: Oh, huh. yeah, I hooked it up to a meter. That does. It generates a... You listen
1: to this. Yeah, that's right. So, wait, you, you put a multimeter on it? What did it tell you? This gentleman's talented. <laughs> what did it tell you on the multimeter? What was the... Uh...
12: I think it was... Uh, uh, it sends out a lot of amperage. I think it was around seven or eight amps. Oh, interesting. So, enough to run a toaster for a split second.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, um,
2: yeah no, this would be another interesting item. Bogart's eyes are lighting up. He, oh, yeah. He, he wants to that. test it. He says, he says no, I don't want to test it on amp. I want to test this on dynamite. All right, well, let's
1: get his number. Sebastian yeah. Hearns, the show producer, he'll grab your number. You guys can exchange. You guys can now uh, work this out later. So, two interesting yeah. items.
6: I know. I just
12: wanted to share that with you guys. Like, I didn't know this show was even on, and then I was just cleaning and I heard it, and I thought, well, I got a couple of. Um, I also got an old Edison gramophone, but I mean, I yeah. think got
1: those. Compared to your other stuff, Not that's as cool boring. As a Sorry. On the phone. Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you for your phone call. Uh, Joan and Grafton will be our next caller. Joan, how are you? Hello, Joan and Grafton.
9: Um, I have a pack, an unopened package of Elvis Presley cards with the gum. Uh, which year? I don't have it on site, but I believe it was from the fifties.
2: Okay, that's a tops and baubles. Uh yeah now if even unopened pack depending on the shape but why do you have the rest of, did you have the rest of the set or did you just have that one pack
9: I had a um an in, a brother-in-law that um just hoarded stuff and and packed pack it away and I believe we also have the Star Wars package as well Star Wars is, uh, that's from
2: 1977. Okay. Um, There's still, the, does he have any of the boxes or just, when you say pack, are you mean just a single pack or the box of packs?
9: No, no, it's just an individual package that you would, like a kid would just go and then you'd get four yeah. cards in it.
1: Mm.
2: That Elvis has got to be a couple hundred dollars just by itself. I have to think, I haven't seen one in so long.
1: Well, you're saying the <laughs> air is right. What, Elvis died in 77, right? So if it's. Yeah.
2: No, but this pack's from 1950s. Uh, tops and bobbles. if it's what I'm thinking oh, it is. Oh,
1: okay. I got you, yeah. Um, the Star Wars
2: goes... Sometimes people grade these up, and they go up to $40, $50 a pack. Oh, okay. Uh, depends which series you have. There's In Star Wars, without boring everyone out there, there were five different series just in the first movie, and no one expected the movie to take off. Okay. The, the Star Wars toys from the first year, some are up to several thousands of dollars, because Mr. Spielberg, no, Lucas, kept all the rights, and he just made a limited amount of toys and the cards and everything like that. So they made five different series just for the Star Wars, and then Empire Strikes Back came out, and as you know, we're still watching Star Wars even today, in it's different ways. Mm -hmm. So you got some cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
9: Um, When are you guys back from Las Vegas?
2: No, no, we're going to... No, no, we're going... Uh, We're not that rich. We're going to... uh, (laughs) We're going to Niagara Falls.
9: Oh, but you're no. going to Niagara Falls? Oh, I thought you were going to Vegas to play poker.
2: No, we went there. We went there for a visit for two days, and we stayed eight, Bogart and I, oh. one day. Oh,
9: okay. but um, I think she's more we, curious
1: we, when you might be able to get to her, though. where, are, yeah, but where about, when does that happen? What, what part of the province are you in? She's in Grafton, Ontario, yeah, which I had Grafton. to Google. It's east of Coburg. Mm-hmm. Where the heck's Grafton? <laughs> yeah, I, I had to Google it. I Googled it. it. There, like it's the between Coburg and Colburn. Live. Okay. Okay.
2: Um, Best of all, give me a call tomorrow at my store, or Sebastian, take your number, and I'll call you. But I would have to be doing something else at the same time. And if he's a hoarder, there might be other neat stuff he has that you don't even know about.
9: Well, I wish we knew it. We didn't know about you when we had to move him, so we're just kind of at the end of it. He's already been moved, and this is just things that... We're trying to figure out the value of.
1: I can okay, help you. Fair enough. I can help you. We oh. are. We are unfortunately out of time now. Um, I should say. Uh, thank you for your phone call, by the way. That was Joan and Grafton. Lionel in St. Catharines. We're out of time. We can't go to him. He's got old telephones and old jukeboxes he wants to talk about, so you're going to go overtime off off yeah. air, right? Okay. And Don in Agent Court says he's got seven postcards that are in the era that you generally like, okay. 1904 to 1920. Yep. So that being said, we got to wrap things up. Special thanks to Sebastian Hearn, who is the show's producer. Any final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, this
2: week, a friend of mine, I keep on saying people do not go to these road shows. Do not. A friend of mine brought two ounces in. Two ounces of gold. Uh-huh. Doesn't have to be refined, anything. Says Gold on. They are from $2,100 on $3,700
1: worth of gold. Yeah, that's non-negotiable. That's, that's yeah.
2: so bad. What are they offering on the rest of the stuff? It makes yeah. me, I'm sorry to get emotional, but it makes me so mad when I see it.
1: And it's like. Well, there's a spot price for gold that runs yes. every second, 24 hours a day. All year round. The idea yeah. that someone would get lowballed on pure gold yeah. is so sad. It's sad, but get two quotes folks. Get make sure try make us
2: one of the quotes. Get two quotes out there and just be know what you're selling. You get to sell it once. Get quote to get two quotes on it.
0: We go Okay. It. Oh, that.
2: we're gone. Okay. <laughs>